Yes, sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. WrestleMania! Welcome aboard to Cheap Heat. Now, SGG, that is the Repug theme by EJ Ruby. I want to know what you think and what the Cheap Heat universe thinks. Do you guys prefer that theme from EJ Ruby? Or do you prefer prefer the following from the Dude Big B? There you have it from the dude Big B. Which one do you prefer, SGG? I like the first one. It's it's really close because I I got into both of them, but I really like the first one though. I believe the second beat is is significantly better. Yeah, but the but the use of drops in the first one, he gets in a few more things. Um. And I think there's just, we'll, we'll ask the Cheap Heat Universe, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. And maybe now this will challenge more people who didn't do it last week to do one. But there is, when, when I hit it the first time, there was something that immediately, listen to the beginning, it just feels right. It feels like. It just feels right. So we are here again. And whether or not you think the week in wrestling was mage or repug, we're going to get to it right now. I don't have a ton of time. Bad week, uh, schedule wise. Oh man, SGG, a lot going on in the world. A lot going on in the world. However, we must continue on. Um, and SGG, first, uh, we have to start the show, unfortunately, with terrible news, huh? Yeah. Um, very bad news. Former WWE diva, Ashley Massaro, passed away yesterday at the age of 39. Um, Diva Search winner was in the WWE between 2005 to 2008 
you know, competed at some WrestleManias, former women's champion. Uh, I believe she was in a women's championship match at least. Um, she's just from that era of divas that, you know, almost the forgotten era. They do, they seem to be overlooked, especially with the way women's wrestling is going in now. But she was, you know, it's easily, you can say, um, an integral part of the roster when she was there. Yeah, um, I'm really sad by this. Um, 39. Um, she was about to turn 40. Um, as am I. Not that that matters, but it just, of course, resonates when you see dead at 39. You know, it makes you think like, oh, God, that's. Yeah. She's I, 10 days away from her 40th. She's a mom. Um, she always seemed to be very active on social. Um, the only way that I recall in interacting with her is on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I don't think I ever met Ashley. Um, but you know, she had a little bit, there, there was a little bit of her character in some of the characters we see today. Um, but they didn't do the women's division right back then. Right. So her character wasn't crafted the way it should have been. Um, but the punk girl thing that she did, you ended up seeing that in other people who then were ultimately taken more seriously than Ashley was because she was a diva search winner. Um, and the look that she had, although, you know, I always thought she was uh, beautiful and, um, she did, she had an it quality. She had an it quality. Um, her in-ring work was never, uh, uh, the top, you know, but she definitely had an it quality and, um, always seemed really happy-go-lucky on social media from everything I ever saw, like a real positive spirit. Um, she just seemed like a lovely person from a distance. She really did. And, um, when I first got back into WWE, she was big. I mean, she was a really, she got a pop and, um, you know, it doesn't have a ton of memorable stories or things like that. But again, that's not her. Like, who did from that yeah. time? You know, she was kind of gone. She didn't last as long as Kelly Kelly did. And Kelly Kelly was able to take it a, a step further. Um, you know, um, same with Eve. Um, you know, she just, it was a time right before that. Um, even though she was cohorts with those people. Um, so rest in peace to Ashley Massaro. I, it's so shocking and weird to say that. Of all, Greg, it's one of the most strange of of the deaths we have reported, right? It is. It definitely is one that, just because of the era that she's from, and like you said, she's so young, and um, she was starting to train to come back, and like we could have possibly even seen her pop up on our screens again and active and like getting a decent run right now, but um. Yeah, definitely is one that is very shocking. <sighs> Anyways, sad, sad story. Um, so we say rest in peace um, to Ashley Massaro. SGG, let's get into uh, some other things more upbeat. Well, no, let's start one more bit of sad news. We don't know what's going on with Ric Flair. Um, we do not. We do not. It was first reported to be very grave. 
He is in the hospital. Then it was reportedly a scheduled procedure. I can't quite tell SGG where I think this is. My guess is it's somewhere in the middle. Well, what do you think? I'm leaning more towards the it was a scheduled procedure and then Well, that's my hope. That is the someone hope. someone got a hold of the information and you know And it was and it was they, clickbait because they saw last time Rick Flair went to the hospital, the internet went crazy. Right. And I think it's one of those situations. Um TMZ I, loves Rick Flair. I mean, everyone loves Ric Flair, uh, but Great TMZ point. particularly because people are going to click on a headline with Ric Flair's name on it, um, especially when you position it this way. But, uh, yeah, I trust – you know, I don't know Conrad very well, but he seems to be one of the more straight shooters in this wrestling community. And also the guy is his father-in-law, so I trust him when he says it's not that serious – Versus, you know, please respect our family's privacy at this time, which is another way he could have went with it. Right. That's a very so, good point. So uh, that's that, that's he, a really good point. Yeah. If Conrad is saying that, you know, he just went to the hospital to get right before uh, his roast in Vegas, then that's the one I'm going to go with. And I'm going to hope that hope yeah, that too. I'm right. Me for too. And let's hope that he's styling, profiling at Starcast next week. With a tear. In my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. I love the niche. Love yeah. that man. Love love that I've gotten to know him over the last several years, and he's he has been in such a good place. Um, so yeah. we are sending sending his best, and I think he's going to be all right. Um, yeah, we need we need Nate to go to a hundred. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, and Nate loves a false finish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. We oh, need we God. need a. Rick Flair Centennial. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I was so happy. So SGG, the biggest news outside the ring this week, I'm guessing you're going to tell us about the Turner upfronts. I absolutely am because we got news officially. It was speculated that AEW was going to get a television deal with Turner. And um, Turner dropped a tweet a couple of days ago. And let everybody know we are back in the wrestling business and that AEW is going to find a home at Turner. Uh, Bleacher Report is going to be – Bleacher Report Live, that platform is going to be have covering uh, Double or Nothing. They got exclusive access to Double or Nothing. So if you want to watch that, you can get it on Bleacher Report Live. It's also going to go out on pay-per-view. The price tag is going to be a little high compared to what you're paying for WWE Network, but – I do think that AEW, somehow they managed to build such a rabid fan base that people are going to pay pay that price. Sorry. I'm finishing a bite of a delicious cookie here. You know that I do that sometimes during the show. Yeah. Is it is it at least better than that blondie that was delicious yeah. but also failed in execution? Right. This is a really good... Let me put it this way. If I keep having these cookies, here's what I'm going to look like. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. I'll be... Thank you, man. Speaking of what you look like, and not to not to steal any thunder from the Young Bucks, but um, and Cody and AEW, but I saw some pictures from the Celebrity Game, and you you looking kind of slim these days. Uh, yeah. You glowed. You you glowed up secretly and 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 quiet. I don't know. 
I oh, mean, yeah. shout outs to you. That, I don't feel that glowed up. Thank you. I photographed well yesterday. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I feel if that's more what like you're going to say. I feel more like this. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Um, Do you feel like Batista or the or the babies and fat girls? No, no. I'm more like the baby. I'm like a fat girl baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I have to tell you guys a story at some point about the celebrity game, the CC Sabathia pitch in celebrity game yesterday. That was bizarre, but we'll get to that because let's spend a few minutes on AEW before I think all we do today, SGG, is break down AEW and then uh, break down Money in the Bank. Um, yeah, sounds good to me. I think that's the plan here, and I'll try to hit some mailbag. The timing for AEW is crazy. It's really crazy, Greg. All we see is articles, WWE stock is down, WWE ratings is down, word is Triple H is frustrated. I mean, it's one story after another. What have we been like on this show? The, yeah, the, the, I mean. The, the, the mailbag, the mailbag every week, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com, the most despondent I've heard fans in a long time. And I'll tell you what, is AEW ever going to be the outright winner over WWE, no. But the outright winner is going to be us because yeah. d- WWE needs a kick in the ass right now. There's something that has been wrong for a while. It has not felt right. Not just that I'm not on TV, although that is an indicator. That's, that makes it more wrong. That That is an indicator. But it's just the product. There's Something's been wrong. And we keep seeing it repeatedly. So I think the timing for this, of course, I don't think AEW, listen, AEW would have to still steal a lot of talent. And on top of that, we're not talking about pay-per-views where you just have dream matches and people do, and people put on great wrestling shows. You need to have a TV show. Right. Can, can they deliver a TV show? And if the centerpiece of that TV show is the old and decrep Chris Jericho, is that enough? I'll say this too. Um, at the turn of upfronts, the Young Bucks were beat, were interviewed. I forget who at the outlet was, but, um, they mentioned that their, their strategy was basically to sort of be the anti WWE that, you know, WWE does these heavily scripted promos. They're not going to do scripted promos at all. If WWE does one thing, they're going to do the exact opposite. And I don't necessarily think that's a viable strategy because you can't just be the anti-WWE because there are things that WWE does well. Um, but you do have to, in one sense, take the things that they do well and build on it and then take the things that they don't necessarily do so well and do it in a way that we all turn to Connecticut and look at them like, how did you, how'd you mess this up? That's and exactly it's something right. that they've done with Cody. They, I mean, that's what they've been doing with Cody. They got, they got this far doing exactly that with Cody. So I think they need to just be able to do that with uh, the rest of their talent and they should be fine. But you said that really well because if you do everything opposite of WWE, that also means you're going to fail. Because one thing WWE has done is succeed for a very, very, very long time. So right. while it has not been at its absolute best right now, 
let's not let's not go to some other weird place where we're acting as if the WWE product is not the most successful product in the history of the business. Let's not <laughs> right. do that. So let's keep it let's keep it to there are certain things they're doing that are not good. The storytelling recently has not been good. And that is a way that's a place for AEW to step in and just blow that wide open. And by, and by the way, guess and by the way, guess what? That's the hardest place to do it. Just being honest. That's yeah. the hardest thing to do. Because the wrestling talent, they have great talent. They don't have the names yet. They have some names, not enough names. But the hard part is look at the WWE roster. It's ridiculous how talented it is. Yeah, and they just got uh DJZ. They it got more talented just this past week. Who'd they get? Uh DJZ, formerly known as Zima Ion for TNA wrestling fans. And he signed with the NXT? Well, he reported to the performance center, so he just may well be going through the NXT system first, but um yeah, he's I there. Think, he, uh my He's guess is, there. at this point, if you're coming from TNA, you're going to NXT. <laughs> AJ Styles ain't walking through that door again, okay? I mean, Samoa Joe went to NXT. Right. I see. Uh-huh. Well, is another AJ part the, of that, is, though, is... Like, is AJ the only one who didn't? It was AJ, Gallows, and Anderson. But, um... Gallows... Was already, already been there on WWE, right. yeah. So it was I those see. three. Uh-huh. But um, NXT, look, there's a lot of reasons to send people to NXT, and part of it is to learn uh, the business of what they do. I don't know how AJ managed to skip it. Um, it certainly is a testament to he, a how talented like, that's he not is. Happening. He yeah. was just, I, he was probably just like, nah. You want me? I'm showing up at the Rumble. This is it. And guess what? It worked. Best in the yeah, world, with, baby. With Rumble being in Orlando, it was the perfect place for him to try to pull that card. But, I mean, when you think about, like, the promo classes and, you know, getting used to the positions of the camera, there's so many reasons to send people to NXT. That uh, actually have nothing to do a, with wrestling. Actually having a viewing audience. I have right. heard that TN, I've heard TNA is doing good things recently. I, I, you know, I, I should start watching it. When's it on right now? What channels are on? I have no idea. I know it's available you know, on Twitch. Is that a good sign that the two hosts of one of the bigger wrestling podcasts that talks about new wrestling doesn't know when or what it's on? Is that a good sign? Now, is that a worse sign for TNA or for us? I mean, it's a coin flip. I really feel respond. Let me respond, SGG. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I do feel like it's a coin flip or whether it's a bad reflection on us or TNA. But at the same time, I mean, it says good things about the state of pro wrestling because there's a we lot. may not be watching TNA or Impact I should say but there's so much wrestling and AEW is going to step into that field and make it even more crowded there's going to be so much good wrestling going on that if you're a fan of wrestling you will be able to find something that appeals to you well I'll tell you one thing too if you're uh, AEW is stepping right into the second place spot that's a fact yep. yeah so that the line now is WWE, AEW, and then everyone else gets in behind there. Um, I know that may be hard for some. That might be a tough nut 
to swallow, as Ric Flair once said. But that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we start getting into Money in the Bank, I do want to give a shout-out to Dollar Shave Club. They have everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. Um, plus, you never have to go to a store, which is amazing. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything right to your door. So, like, right now, I've been getting their toothpaste. I don't think about it. It just shows up. All right, razors, boom, they just show up. So, like, I always have that situation where I run out of toothpaste, and then I come home that night, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, do I have to go to the store right now? Or am I going to try to risk not brushing my teeth? That's a, a risk I can't afford to take in my position. <laughs> with, with Dollar Shave Club, though, boom, your lace, it's always coming. Pause. You have the fresh breath, the popping toothpaste, you're lit. Like, for example, right now, they have all these new starter sets you can try. And right now, if you go to uh, dollarshaveclub.com slash heat, that's dollarshaveclub.com slash heat, they will hook you up. For five bucks, you can get their oral care kit. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular price. But right now, you get a $5 starter set. DollarShaveClub.com slash heat. Go check it out. Just to make us feel good. While we send positive energy out there. Let's just play this. Right here, you got to beat Ric Flair one more time. Remember, Steamboat's? And, pal, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal, I'm the man. Ric Flair and Steamboat, you're going to be mine. Woo. He's very good. He is. And so are you because what? Better way to lead us right into this Money in the Bank conversation. To be the man, you got to beat the man. And the man is not only featured on the Money in the Bank poster this year, but the man, Becky Lynch, has two championship matches. One against Ric Flair's daughter. That's correct. Oh, my God. Now, uh, what do you see happening? Do you think she has two full, legit matches? I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so because it would be we would be it would be so you'd be cheating the fans to not give them two full matches when these matches independently had two interesting builds to them very different but both interesting and um just because it converged on Monday with that double contract signing doesn't mean that they need to muddy it up with a smaz in one that gets us to the other one I I think she can handle the weight of two full matches. By the way, is Vince just trying to pop me right now by really changing the rules of the wild card again? Last week, the last week the wild card was three, and this this week the show starts out and Cole's like, "Any four superstars?" I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> First of all, well, he said he's... it was three last week, and six showed up. <laughs> right. He said it was three. Six showed up, and I think he did settle on four uh, last week. Oh my gosh! And on Monday Night Raw. But my my issue with it is that it's the same it's the same set of superstars. Yeah, just put them on the damn show. You need a wild yeah. card. You know, I, I don't know if you need a wild card for that. Like, for example, if I was to do the following, right? If I was to do this.
Oh no. <laughs> That's a wild card oh, no. though. Uh I assumed it I assumed it was gonna be a repeat appearance. Oh. Hello. Is this Dipperstein? It could be. Wait, wait. I'm saying there's a chance. Is this someone else? Could it like a wild card? Like it's not Dipperstein? It could be Dipperstein. It could be someone else. It could be another Jewish man. Now, now, agent. now, now, what do you, what do you think about, we were just, we were just saying here on the show that last week they said it was three wild card. They had six. And now this week they said it's four. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a hodgepodge of nothing. I don't even know what to say anymore. I literally, I'm, I've never, I, I literally, it's so funny that this is so sad to say as a 30 year long wrestling fan, but you can literally take the remote control. Press fast forward on the highest speed yes. and get the entire gist of the show. I don't even need to pause. I don't even need to stop. I'm now watching the show. Wait, wait, wait. You're, 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 watching, you're watching it on eight times? I'm watching it on four. <laughs> I'm watching it on four. I only go to four. Okay, four. You're not going to eight. You're going to four. You're okay. watching it on four. Okay. Now, eight is to me. Eight is forget it. You just, you know, you're bop, 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 bop. You know, okay, I, I got it. <laughs> now, now we're going to do something very interesting on the show here. Um, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Dipperstein on mute so he doesn't hear what I'm going to do. Hold on. What we're going to do, what we're going to do right now is Dipperstein prides himself on being, of course, a, a great agent. So he always wants everyone to think that he's watching everything that's going on. <laughs> I know for a fact this man has not watched a second of Game of Thrones. Oh, but, you know, but you know everyone in Hollywood is talking about Game of Thrones, Greg, because everyone in the world is. So let's see how... I'm going to unmute him now. Let's see how Dipperstein handles... Faking a conversation about Game of Thrones. Hold on. Hey, hey Dip. Yes. Are I'm you? Here. Are you? Uh, what are your thoughts about the uh, big Game of Thrones finale this weekend? Uh, I mean, you know, look, I, I, it's not. Uh, this season is a little disappointing so far, but right. I, you know, right. I, uh, you know, I'm probably going to have some people over for Money in the Bank. We're probably going to switch back and forth. Look, it's not, I, I can't, you know, it's not something I can miss because, I look, everyone is going to be talking about it. Right, right. Look, I'm just excited to see what happens with, uh, you know, Amelia Clark. Whatever, you know. Right, her, her character. <laughs> yeah, with the dragon, you know, the whole. The whole know. thing with the dragons. Yeah, the big dragon. And, and <laughs> who, who do you think ends up getting the throne, the Iron Throne? Uh, it could be the, you know, the, the older woman. You know, like, no, 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 no. Oh, no. You fell apart. You fell apart. <laughs> oh, I thought he could do it, Craig. He fell apart. <laughs> Come on. Thought, what, about, what about Jon Snow? You think it could be Jon Snow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of water cooler. Could have, yeah, could, could, could be, could be Arya. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I would say if there was a pie chart, you know, it'd be, you know, 20% Aria, yeah. 80% Jon Snow. Okay. Well, that's 100%. Uh, that is 100%. There you go. <laughs> that- Let me tell you something else. I'm 100% full of <laughs> 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 oh, That's why you're a good agent. That's why you're a good agent. Now, which, uh, which, of the new, which of the two theme songs do you like better? Oh, I gotta go with the with the the, the one that was the Repug one. The, the one that I mean, goes ma 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 mage. That one. They're both mage. They're both mage. I ma 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 ma
I love both. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm, I'm, they're just brilliant. brilliant. Are you uh, driving around Los yeah. Angeles just listening to the theme song with your voice blasting in your car? Not only am I listening, but other people in the Hollywood community are listening as well. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> um, but you it's got to be the one with Mutt, 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 Mage at the, at at the, the top. Right, right, right. Of course, yeah. that's the Repug yeah. theme. Of course. Mutt, Mage. All right. We have limited time here. Uh, anything you want to say about Money in the Bank before we go? No, I would just say the only, I'm literally, okay, and this is just a function of like what I enjoy and what I do. The only thing I am living for right now. The only I'm literally fast forwarding to Bray Wyatt. That is the only thing I care about. That is the only thing I want to see. I don't even like it that much, but at least it's something. Do you like? I, the, I, did did you like the Joker mask thing or no? I did. Yes, I thought it was terrifying. Greg, <laughs> Greg, Greg, did you like the Joker mask? Um, it's growing on me. I didn't like it at first. I was like, "What is this?" It gave me some Beetlejuice vibes, but um, it's growing on me. Yeah, I, I, I have mixed feelings, but um, I agree. It's at least interesting. It's at least different. And by the way, Bray is an incredibly talented and wonderful person. So I'm glad. Yeah. That, I'm glad that he's on the TV. Um, but listen, it's the only thing you know, it's the only thing to live for at this point. I mean, the rest is just fast forward on on the highest speed. I, mean, I don't even know what I'm watching. Anymore. I'm Seth Rollins, and I'm a. Matches. I'm Seth Rollins, and I'm a good wrestler. And I'm AJ Styles, and I'm a good wrestler. Yeah, you're, we're good, and that's why we're having a feud. And I don't like you. You're good. You don't like yeah. me because I'm good. Right. Hey, right. W- listen, do me a favor. Stay made and enjoy the uh, enjoy Game of Thrones this weekend, okay? And you do me a favor. <laughs> take it easy, man. Yeah, take it easy, man. There he is. You could tell he's very excited, SGG, for the Thrones. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. That was hilarious. All right, so once and for all, SGG, who's getting the throne? You know... It would it wouldn't shock me if after the events from last week, there is no throne and uh, everything just shifts to Winterfell. King Landing is gone. I'll be surprised if the Iron Throne survived all of that. And if so, just, so, so, so about, Sansa Sansa rules from Winterfell, right? And it's just about getting uh, Amelia Clark as Dip called her. Uh, so much respect for kayfabe uses Amelia Clark. I mean, that, her was, out that, the was, way. that was the best part of the whole thing because no one would <laughs> yeah. ever refer to her as Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I have a question. This is, um, uh, do you believe that if you take the name Daenerys and you add an I, another I or Y in the middle, and make her name Daenerys, does she instantly become a linebacker in the NFL? <laughs> probably, probably, probably Hall of Fame linebacker at that. Denarius Johnson across. Oh, what a stick! Um, you know what you just did though. You you just made it so that uh, it's now a unisex name. You can have boys named Denarius, girls named Denarius. If you love Game of Thrones, this field is wide open now. You're not stuck with Jon Snow or Grey Worm. No, no, no. You can go. To, you can go with the boys' version of of Danny and make it Denarius. Um, exactly. I just want to say the same thing I said on, on Shoemaker's podcast right now. To all the people writing the political stories about Game of Thrones who are, like, offended that they believe Danny's character is inherently sexist because she's out of control and it shows that women have lost their, you know, blah, 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 okay? Um, you're getting worked, bro. Yeah. And also you're you weren't paying attention worked. at all. It, this has been her for a very long time. And Since by the way, season one. 
And by the way, if she went a little extra crazy this week, uh, yeah, I could understand that. Um, I see. Uh-huh. She, she, her best friend was beheaded. Um, one of her babies was killed in the, this is all in the same day. Okay. She has lost all trust in everyone around her. Her man broke up with her, doesn't want to touch her anymore. Life is falling apart. Everyone she could trust is gone. So that doesn't, that's not a statement on women being weak. I mean, you can go throughout the story. Aria, her strength is constant the entire show. Sansa, who's gone through some of the worst ish imaginable, remains completely laser focused and on point. So it's, you're getting worked because the character you liked and that you thought was a baby face turned out to be a heel. It's one of those moments where being a wrestling fan really pays off because we could, we saw it coming, Greg. Yeah, we did. She's, she's, this has been hinted at the entire time. Um, in season one, she offs her brother. Why? Revenge. Then she goes through and offs everybody she can off revenge. And then the ones that she doesn't, she threatens them. She threatens to burn down every city that she steps foot into before getting what she wants. And when speaking and- specifically about King's Landing, she says, I'm going to take what's mine with fire and blood. And that is exactly what she did. It was cool because we were rooting for her, but people are like, oh, I don't understand why she would do this. She always cared about the innocence. It's like, no, she she did up until the point where she really could finally taste. Nah, she started chopping heads. She started taking heads a while ago. I'm watching. I'm in she season did. five right now. She's nice knifing people up right and left. Just be like Ebro. Ebro uh, still likes Danny and enjoyed her torching the whole city. Just go ahead and root for the heel. Don't worry right. about it. It's a TV show. Real people the, didn't die. Here's the difference, though. Like when when she started knifing people up and like beheading people and burning people, it was after she had already felt like she was the queen. So she, that that emboldened her. Once she built up her army and her allies, she was bold enough to go and and kill Sam's father and brother because they didn't show and loyalty. They, yeah, and then look him in the face and just be like. Oh well, that was a thing that had to happen. Don't tell me she hasn't been ruthless. No, do you want, the whole I have time. the audio. Do you know? Do you know what she said to Sam after killing her, killing his <laughs> father play the and audio. brother? Please Here's play the audio. audio. Of her. This, this is her response. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't cut it. <laughs> no, no. Th- this is the whole scene. Sam's like, "Did you kill my? Did you? You realize that you killed the? Who is he? A Tarly? Yeah, or Tully." <laughs> Tarly. He's a Tarly. You, you killed the Tarleys. You know that's my family. I see. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Well, I'm really hurt that you did that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and lastly... You're hurting me. So yep, that, I, people, That's where she is now because worked. she realized she has no claim to the throne. So if she can't have it, nobody can have it. That's the mode she's in. And she, it was bound to happen. Uh, and by the way, I'll keep it down the board. I mean, I, I, I'm uh, Greg. I know your your. We know where your biases lie, but I felt the same way about people being upset that my Sunday's head got chopped off. I'm sorry. That's how I felt about that too. I mean, yeah, no, I didn't get I, the I, big pieces on that either. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. So the only woman of color got her head was beheaded. Everyone gets beheaded. 
Right. Well, if you are, you have every right to complain that there were not a lot of black people on Game of Thrones, for sure. But don't make it about Sunday getting beheaded. She's an important character. She got beheaded. It's happened over and over. Ed, Ed that's, Stark got that's beheaded. Stark, the most important character of the first the season show. got beheaded. And by the way, Grey Worm's still here. He's made it to the final episode. He he did the show this week. Great guy, by the way. Uh, Jacob Anderson. Anyways. Riley um, Ritchie. Raleigh Ritchie, if you will. I, I yeah. would like to say, um, the fun, the fun version would be John reluctantly stands by Daenerys. Arya kills Daenerys, takes her face, and the show ends with Arya taking off her face. And he thinks Daenerys is alive, realizes his own sister killed Daenerys. Sansa takes the throne, shows over, and we out. Yeah. And, that's what I think. And something that also has to happen is we gotta we gotta find out whether or not uh, Tyrion is Targaryen. I think he is. And then and then, by the way, Tyrion getting the throne would be fire. So I'd, I'll, I, Tyrion's still probably my favorite character when it's all said and done. Yeah, he's the only one who was who. Well, the Lannisters, all three of them, are the only ones who were true to who they said they were. Really, the whole time. I thought. I thought, cho- I, I thought when he choked. I thought when he when he choked his ex girl to death, it was a bit much. No, but his his father though deserved it. Tywin. No, the father. The father. The father. Tywin deserved to catch it. Tywin right, so had, gotta, to, had to catch it. We got to get through some predictions on Money in the Bank. We've covered a lot of things. Not that. Um, so I'm going to say that Becky will retain against Lacey and give the SmackDown title back to Charlotte. I, I think they're going back on the idea of having her have both. That's just my pick. I'm going to go Becky Becky on this one. I feel like it'd be too soon. This is her first set of title defenses. So they, they should ride this Becky two belts thing out at least until uh, SummerSlam. All right. And uh, SGG, let's, let's jump right to the ladder matches. Because that's ultimately what this pay per view is all about. Um, who do you like in the women's ladder match? Which we now know Alexa Bliss is not in. Right, Alexa Bliss is uh, not medically cleared. Nikki Cross is taking her place and will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. That being said, I think Nikki Cross is also going to take that L in Alexa's place that Alexa would have taken. And I think I'm going to go with Natalia on this one. Um, she's been in every Money in the Bank match and lost them all. So why not this one, right? It's a good point. Um, I mentioned, I, I, I said that to Shoemaker too. I could see it. I could see that happening. Um, uh, I'm going to go with, though, Mandy Rose. Okay. I'm just trying to think of who they're interested in right now, right? You know, and you know, three, four of the biggest players in the women's division are not available. You never know with Naomi; she can always pop up and get a win. That I, I feel that way about her and Natty, and I think Natty setting up a Natty Becky story would be really cool. So I, I, I'll go Mandy Rose just to be different, but I like the Natty call too. Now, when it yeah. comes to the when it comes to the men, I like Sami Zayn. I do too. I do too. Um, it just—it's just about who needs it. Who is best to have a briefcase? Brief, the briefcase is best suited on people who have a motive, 
have a belief, but don't necessarily have the physical means to get that championship. That's not always the way it is, of course. Many people have had it who have been capable. But a lot of times it was for CM Punk. It was for Daniel Bryan. Um, it was for Dolph Ziggler. It was for people who you just didn't think could get over the hump. And Sami Zayn is... Dipperstein said that he thinks the most interesting thing is Bray. I think right now Sami Zayn is the most interesting thing on TV. And I think giving him the briefcase makes him that much more interesting. I will go Sami Zayn. Yeah, had you asked me this before uh, Sammy ended up in the match, I probably would have gone with Andrade or um, one of the SmackDown competitors, but I'm going Sammy. I'm going Sammy with you on this one. I would say second place would be Andrade, um, but I'm, I'm I'm sticking with Sammy when it comes to this situation. It's just, it just it makes the most sense. Um, Andrade could use it and it could benefit from it, and they clearly like Andrade. I just think it's better suited for for Sammy. Him to come walking out and dancing, sliding the whole briefcase down the ramp, laying on the ground with it. I just could see the whole thing. But listen, what do I know? Um, but that's how I feel. And, you know, are are there any other matches that, honestly, I, I'm not giving KO and, and Kofi a lot of time here. I'm sorry. It, that, that, it, you think Kofi wraps it up quick? Yes. That it will be a fun match that Kofi wins. They just scheduled his trip to Ghana. He's not going yeah. without the championship. You better send him to Ghana with that title, okay? It doesn't make any sense. And also, by the <coughs> way, Undertaker and Goldberg? Oh, we didn't even talk about the Saudi show. I guess we'll talk about that next week. But I Super just showed out in Saudi Arabia. Do they want the dead man to be dead for real? Yeah, I'm sorry. This match is about... 10, 15 years too late. Undertaker's in a position right now where you need him in with someone who's completely trustworthy. Not a guy, all due respect, Goldberg's a nice dude, but not a guy who in his prime was not considered to be particularly safe. It's right. just, it's a weird choice to me. And who who's the leader of that match? Like, who's the ring general that that works around people's limitations? Whether it's well, um, I, you know, I mean, Taker Goldberg's could do it verbally, to... but he can't do it physically. Yeah, you want to watch Undertaker have a good match in Saudi Arabia where he looks like the man? Put him in with Leo Rush. He'll look incredible. He can Leo throw Rush, Leo Rush into the TV fifth row in forever. I know, I know, but you got seriously. Um, and Shoemaker and I discussed this too, but like, even if you did Undertaker versus AJ Styles, AJ could do everything to make it awesome. You know? But I, it's just, this is, I don't know. But you're right. We'll dig more into that, uh, next week. I have to go do a radio show. We will break down more next week. And Greg, I thought of a great idea. Why don't we open the show with, and then use the other to close the show? Intro and outro? Yeah. Boom. And if you want to send us songs, if you didn't hear last week's episode, I played all the drops cleanly. So if you want to go back and sample them and make your own version, feel free. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Apologize for the short episode this week. Come on. A lot of us are just more into Game of Thrones right now. This is the zone that's happening. Yeah, give us, give moment. us a, give us one more week. We'll, we'll be back in wrestling. We'll be back. We'll be back. Okay. We'll break down. We'll break it all. And this week was just freaking insane for me, but we will break it down. The Money in the Bank next week and give it to you all. I hope you all have a great weekend. Everything's good. SGG, enjoy yourself. Stay mage. All that. Take it easy, man.
It's professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left. The major stick. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m m